Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute podcast, the show that will take you from your nine to five to living a life in your terms. We hear from the experts themselves, sharing how they created their success and give you actionable steps to help you create a lifestyle by design. Becoming a buyer's agent requires passion, dedication, and great mentorship. This podcast will share with you all three so that you can turn buying property into a career. Thoroughly enjoyed it, you know, uh, very receptive. Obviously, having worked in the industry for, for a number of years, I've got a lot of relationships already with suppliers, and that's the benefit of, of coming to EKR Property is you're not only dealing with Edward, but you're also dealing with my group of professionals, you know, whether it's a surveyor, mortgage broker, solicitor, uh, building and pest, etc., property managers. So you come to me and we've got the whole service and surround yourself with a team. Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute show. The purpose of the show is to bring awareness to buyers agents, to bring awareness around the career opportunities that the buyers agent sector is providing to people, to bring awareness around the value that buyers agents are providing to people who need help buying property. Our goal with the show is to strip back and dive into the remarkable journeys and backgrounds of buyers agents who are paving the way forward in one of the fastest growing career sectors in real estate all across Australia. Our guest today is Edward Reevey. He's based in Brisbane. He's not new to property. He actually became a landlord at the age of 21 in the UK. Edward has also built his own national property investment portfolio with his partner. He's also got a background in tax depreciation where he worked for a very renowned company in Australia called BMT. Edward has now embarked on his own buyer's agent journey, starting his business called EKR Property that we're going to learn about today. Edward's based in Brisbane, but runs a national property investment model. Today, I'd like to introduce Edward. Welcome, Edward. Many thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. You got here okay from Brisbane? Yeah, not bad. Luckily, you came down on Saturday, but I had to fight a lot of people that are heading north uh, to the lifestyle place of Queensland that it is, affordability and lifestyle. So you're from Sydney originally, right? Yeah, lived in Sydney for just on about 13 years. And why the move to Brisbane? Just an opportunity also with my partner to, to move up north and uh, change of career up there. And I've lived in Brisbane previously. Uh, I've done a lot of work in the investment stay, space in Brisbane. Um, so, you know, moved back to, to the Sunshine State and, and thoroughly enjoying it and the opportunities that have presented themselves. Fantastic. Let's strip back to tax depreciation, BMT. So obviously very renowned company in Australia, thought leader. How was that time there? No, enjoyed it. Very educational, learnt a lot. Obviously I was investing at the same time and, and gaining more personal experience, which I could then turn into professional experience and obviously having helped my clients along their journey as well. So I was in, you know, presenting to large investor groups all about the benefits of depreciation uh, when investing. Um, but also about the benefits of investing as well in property. So I thoroughly enjoyed that role and uh, then moved me on in my career further in property. So many people just have no idea about tax depreciation, right, when it comes to buying property. Yeah, the awareness that there is deductions available. It's not the only reason you should be buying property is because of the deductions. Mm -hmm. But yes, and not just people, mom and dad investors that are mm -hmm. buying, but also some accountants 
who would say there isn't any depreciation in that property. Well, I always say go and ask the experts in depreciation first and then refer that report back to your accountant. Um, as the saying goes, cash flow keeps you in the market, capital gains gets you out the market. So any cash flow help that you can have when building a portfolio is certainly going to assist you over time. For background people listening, obviously you've worked in tax depreciation, you've also worked in property investment at a firm. Where did you first hear about buyers agents? Uh, probably only in the last couple of years, to, to be honest, where you know I've been going to auctions and seeing people, and then all of a sudden there's people that are there on behalf of mm. someone buying. I think TV's also brought it to the forefront, uh, the block. Mm. Um, but interesting to know, people might have the perception that buyer's agents are just for the rich and the wealthy, mm. but they're not. They're for everyday Australians as well. So there's an education piece there in itself. Such a big misconception. Let's talk about that because I, I totally agree. I remember when I was starting out, everyone just thinks it's for, it's like celebrity status, but they forget, right, that a multimillionaire or not, you can be time poor, you can be sick of dealing with real estate agents. Like, I mean, how's your experience been getting your new business off the ground with that awareness and education? Yeah, I've been turning up to open homes and obviously working on behalf of my clients, but at the same time, there's other buyer's agents there working on behalf of their clients. So it's becoming more popular, there's more people using the service, and as you said, time poor professionals, you know, or have families that can't attend multiple open homes during the week or on the weekend. So it's certainly a, a value-added service to individuals, and it could be an individual who, yes, you know, is in a blue-chip suburb working in a good job, but also for people that are on a modest wage. Uh, it can as still assist you save time and save money, irrespective of what you earn. Well, starting your business, like, was that daunting for you? It's a change. Obviously, all of a sudden, all the pressure's on you and you're wearing multiple caps. And I, and I think, you know, along the journey, you're, you're the business owner, you're wearing a marketing cap, you know, IT cap, business development cap. You're not work, wearing the CEO, CEO cap, mm. you know, or directors. That's the last cap. You've got to establish everything else first uh, and build to where you're, you know, generating that profit and running the business as opposed to working in the business. How's the journey been um, so far? Thoroughly enjoyed it, you know, uh, very receptive. Obviously, having worked in the industry for, for a number of years, I've got a lot of relationships already with suppliers, and that's a benefit of, of coming to EKR property is you're not only dealing with Edward, but you're also dealing with my group of professionals, you know, whether it's a surveyor, mortgage broker, solicitor, uh, building and pest, etc. property managers. So you come to me and we've got the whole service and surround yourself with a team. Mm, that's what it's about. And what about strategically for your, your buying? If you, do you follow a specific strategy for your clients or is it bespoke? Like It's bespoke. Every client is different. There's not one investment strategy for everybody. So, and in my role, it's very consultative. I've got to solve people's problems. I've got to ask questions, dig deep, get information out of them so I can help solve that problem of you want to create wealth or you want to buy a property to live in with your family and understand the emotion behind it and then build a strategy. Obviously, I need to know what you do, how much you earn, what are your goals and aspirations and when do you want to achieve that buy so that we can work backwards and formulate a plan or a strategy to help you achieve those goals. And a lot of your clients that have come to you, have they were they privy to what a buyer's agent was or when they speak to you, is it typically like their first understanding? Uh, there's noise in the industry. People are talking about it and they're more receptive to it. So they understand that I'm here to work on behalf of the buyer mm. as opposed to people going to the vendor 
or the vendor's agent, the real estate agent, and working for both sides. Yeah. They're not working for both sides. Uh, they're working for the seller. Um, so it's good to have representation uh, for that buyer now. Interesting what you said, right, like around a uh, real estate agent representing the seller. I just think buyers in this country don't quite understand that what you just said. They, they, they reveal, so many buyers reveal their cards to a real estate agent when the real estate agent is obligated to work for the vendor. Correct. So they're not working for you. They're taking that information and using it to their advantage with their vendor. Oh, they've been pre-approved for a million. So we know they can afford a million, for example. Yeah. So, you know, keep your cards close to your chest when you're working on behalf of your buyer. Try and get information out of the vendor solicitor and use it to your advantage when you're negotiating. Yeah, it's baffled me, like just how buyers just so unaware. Yeah, they are unaware and you need representation. You know, it's an unfair battle. You know, would you go into a boxing ring without your seconds in the corner yeah. for that break and water? And in the break, you wouldn't when the opposition does. Mm. You know, it's exactly the same. It's so true. And so... What's your thoughts on the industry moving forward with, like, do you, do you see there's going to be, it's going to be common practice for people to use buyer's agents down the track? For sure. I think it is. It's gaining momentum. People are seeing the value in it, mm. saving time and money. It's not just a time-saving exercise. And the expertise that we as buyer's agents bring to the table to help negotiate up front, saving that client money, mm. you know, uh, and, you know, bringing the professionalism of all your relationships that you can bring to that client, mm. you know, to help them through that journey, uh, point them in the right direction, hold their hand. And also having bought and sold property, you understand the, the pain points, you know. People have fears, you know. You've got to hold the client's hands, understand those fears. You've been there before, I can work you through it, I know how you're feeling, this is the process, this is what's going to happen. If something happens, scenario A, this is what we do. If scenario B happens, this is what we do. So the client is educated in the process instead of being blindsided by what could happen. And there's that uncertainty of what could happen, which I think is, I think it's the most concerning part because some of these buyers, they've just got no idea. Yeah. They've got no idea what's going on. And so, especially in Brisbane, I'm, I know the market's obviously hot, like here in Sydney, low stock prices are just going up like it's scary to, to think like what can happen to these buyers yeah i'm turning up to open homes and auctions where they're 50 to 100 groups turning up yes the market is hot people are buying there's not enough supply so with a buyer's agent we're finding out information before the general public mm. we can have relationships with vendors that would put their property on the market or pre-going to market so we get access to stock that is available or could be available for the right buyer. And is, do you find it like, do you find buyers are coming to you aware that there's off markets or that you are then having to educate them around? Educating them around it. They've got no you idea. Know, no idea. People are like, okay, there is people, yes. You know, in the area that you're looking at, there's people that are testing the market or know where the market's going or, you know, why would you necessarily go to a real estate agent when you can go to a buyer's agent that has a list of buyers ready to buy? in that area, you don't have to market. Why did you become a buyer's agent? Like what was the motive, what was the true motivation behind it? I think through my background, obviously having been surrounded by property from, you know, a young age and at the time I couldn't see the freedom it had given my, my family. Mm. But I've grown up in around in property, worked in different industries, but uh, very much so in a consultative basis and very service orientated. I'm all about the customer. 
giving of service. And as a buyer's agent, it's all about service, but also solving problems in that consultative basis. Um, and now there's an opportunity. I had so many friends and family coming to me while I was buying property, seeing my success. I did, why are you buying there? Or can you help me? Um, and yes, of course I will. And then going into it professionally, having got my own skin in the game, having learned you know, at the coalface with my own money, as opposed to learning using a client's mm. money, I've now got the reassurance and the confidence, knowledge, experience and results to then go on and work for you with your money. The fact that you've done it yourself, like you've executed buying for yourself, it's now, as you just said, like you're using other people's money, but you're, you've done this before. It's like, it's not, it's not new for you. I treat every transaction as though it is for me because mm. it's also my reputation you know, and my brand and how I help you. For me, it's one client, client for life. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna help you along the journey. It's not about a transaction on one property. Mm. It's how can we help you and your family? Or if someone comes into my office and they've got kids, you know, you look at the kids, you're doing it for the next generation. You're building generational wealth. So if I don't do well by the family, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, little Johnny and Sarah are the ones that are gonna be affected long-term. Mm. So that's sort of that emotional connection on, how can I help you as a family generate wealth? Yeah, for the long term. And so the, you're buying obviously nationally, right? Yeah, so following the markets, obviously depending on, you know, where is hot and where is cold and wh where is the forecasted growth and, mm. and trying to buy ahead of that forecasted growth as opposed to when it hits the media and it's too late. Yeah. Um, depending on the client, do they already own property? Where do they own property? And then looking at diversification in terms of property type or into different states so that if one market's cooling another one might be growing so you're still getting growth in your portfolio and you know the media thinks Australia is one market oh doom and gloom we've seen it during COVID but there's massive opportunity you know prices are increasing we're almost back to pre-COVID levels in certain states and certain areas and certain property types you've obviously got to be careful on where you're buying and what you're buying at a particular time. What are your thoughts on the market now? I think it's a great opportunity. You know, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be living in, you know, Queensland and um, COVID has maybe sped things up, you know, for people now all of a sudden realising they can work from home, the flexibility, looking for more affordability, mm. lifestyle. You know, a million dollars in Sydney currently gets you sort of a one to two bedroom unit. Yeah, you can go up to Brisbane, you know, spend six to eight hundred thousand, get a four bedroom home with a garden and still have some change left in the bank. Um, and the markets will change, you know, in a few years time, New South Wales might be going again in mm. Sydney or in Adelaide or Hobart or Canberra. So you've got to watch the markets and invest at that time with a sh short to long term view of where's best going to grow. Owner-occupied, are you, are you helping clients who want to buy, let's say, a family home in Brizzy? Yes, I've got a couple of clients at the moment. It's a very similar process, mm. yeah, of buying the property. There's just far more emotion involved. So the process usually takes longer um, because you're trying to find that ideal family home, which is going to create happiness, not wealth. Yeah, you obviously want to buy well as an unoccupied, but the process is the same. I'm happy to help anyone that comes to me with a brief and I'll go find that property through the relationships I have with agents in and around the country, but in particular in Southeast Queensland. And what about closing out deals? Like I know in New South Wales, if you want to buy property, especially in a lot of the, the fast paced areas, you go, 
with a 66W, go unconditional, buy it on the spot. But I know in, in Queensland, it's a 14 day. Yeah, 14 day finance, you also have yeah. cooling off. Um, you know, and you can pull out on both sides of the sale. Um, so, you know, you've got to make sure you've done the work and all the due diligence with your client so that you are going to proceed and you're not going to pull out of the deal. Is 14 days enough, like with banks at the moment? It's not. I always try and request at least 21 days finance and 21 days settlement as well because the banks are inundated with all the COVID-related mm. things at the moment. But we don't want to put anyone under pressure in the deal, particularly the client, mm. because they feel under pressure and that's the last person you want pressure. I'm here to deal with all the pressure, nurse the relationships with different vendors, ask for extensions. Mm. But if you're up front and say, look, we need 21 days, let's be realistic, let's yeah. work towards that date. If we get to 21 days and I need to nurse a little bit more, that's my job, having those relationships, understanding how to negotiate, yeah. etc. as opposed to if you were doing it on your own and you were under the pressure, you then charge penalty interest, etc. And it's just not an enjoyable experience for that individual like client. But would people like, people like you who've worked in the New South Wales real estate market, wouldn't you want to go into Brisbane and just be like, hey, here's, we're going unconditional now. There's no, there's no 14 day finance. There's no, like we just want to, we want to go unconditional today. If you want to win a deal, yeah. correct, and you've got the right terms, you're pre-approved, your client, you've done all the due diligence and you're ready to go. And that does happen. I've been going to auctions where, you know, people are paying cash. Mm. They can go unconditional straight away. Mm. And that's how competitive and hot the market is in Brisbane. Because on your terms, if you're asking for cooling off for 21 days, mm. there might be a buyer that's pre-approved, I'll settle in seven. So as a vendor, who are you gonna take? Mm. The person that's pre-approved and is happy to you know, sell it and, and convert in seven days as opposed to someone in 21 days. Yeah, because it seems like it's the norm in Brisbane for people to have the 14-day finance and it's kind of standard practice. Mm -hmm. So obviously that's why people would engage buyers agents like with sharper terms, now how to roll the dice a bit better. Correct, and negotiate and don't put everything on the table. Keep something up your sleeve mm. to say, well, okay, I'm happy to you know, pay a little bit more, but I can only settle in 21 days, you know, if that's what it is, instead of someone who might've put in a, a lower offer, but might be able to settle quicker. Mm. That's the vendor's decision, um, but obviously working for the buyer, we can negotiate and keep working on those terms, which are more favorable for both parties, but more of an incentive for the vendor to sell to my buyer. What about auctions there in where you are now? I know Sydney's a very auction-focused market. Do you see there's a big need to represent buyers at auctions in, in Queensland? Yeah, there is. I mean, there's people that do it professionally and, and negotiate and will go to auctions on behalf of people. Um, and yes, it's becoming in a hot market. Mm. More people take their properties to market because you get the bidding war. When it's a cooler market, obviously there's not as many auctions. Yeah. What about your consulting? So I know we were having a discussion before this, this, this interview now around, obviously you're, you're helping out with consulting. Is that something you've been doing recently or? Yeah, so part of my business uh, under the EKR umbrella is also consulting for interstate buyers agents, uh, property investment companies, property aggregation companies, where not just because of COVID, they couldn't get across borders, mm -hmm. but I can be their eyes and ears based in Southeast Queensland and get to developments, look at property on their behalf, vet them on their behalf to say whether it is worth going through the process with your client on that particular property. 
Um, and it's been very, very beneficial. There've been mm -hmm. a lot of agents, buyers agents reaching out to me a lot through the Buyers Agency Institute as well that see value in my service, saving them time and money mm -hmm. as opposed to them flying up. Borders are open now, but why would you fly up when you've got someone up on the ground there yeah. that is unbiased, independent, I work for you and your client, it's your client. It's interesting now that when borders do start to open up, you know, whether people are going to start flying up to inspect something, because it would make sense having someone on the ground like you to carry out the... Correct. The you know, I'll do due diligence. I've bought and sold hundreds of properties on behalf of clients. I will go and vet the property as though it was my own. Would I buy this? Mm. Um, and then I can spot things that potentially you could negotiate on because of X, Y and Z. I will vet the area, the local streets as well, not just the property. So I can go back to that buyer's agent and say, look, this street that it's on is great, but backing onto it, mm. I foresee some issues or this is the risk involved. Let your client know. How are you finding things at the moment with the business? Like obviously, I know we spoke earlier, you're getting busy, a lot of clients doing deals. Like, how's it all, how's, how's 2020 been? 2020 has been great despite, you know, the year that we've all had, you know, we've all been in the same boat. So it's not as though it's one state or one country, it's affected everyone in their own little way. Mm. Uh, working in property, the way I see it and why I also invest, everybody needs somewhere to live. Mm. So whether you're renting because you can't afford to buy, or you're renting in a suburb because you can't invest or rent in a more expensive suburb, there's always a house for someone, there's an always a demographic that's willing to pay that amount for that suburb. So it's an essential part of everybody's living. So I'm grateful that I'm in an industry that despite COVID still had to continue, slow down, but there's still opportunity and now we're coming out of it with massive opportunity. Yeah, very big. And where can people who are watching this find you? Best place to find me is through my website, eklproperty.com.au or head on to my LinkedIn profile, Edward Reevy, or feel free to jump on my Facebook page, EKR Property. Love it. Yep, that, that LinkedIn profile, it is, it's, it's spot on. I've seen it. Um, as we, we wrap up, guys, now you would see uh, Ed's uh, contact details on the screen. Ed's got a lot of experience in property all across Australia. He's yeah, super switched on, bought and sold himself. He's running a really slick, bespoke business now, very focused on his clients, only taking on a handful of clients. And also, if you're watching this and you need help on the ground, like Ed said, with consulting in terms of inspecting properties, doing due diligence, anything related to property in Southeast Queensland, Ed's also um, assisting there. So check him out. See you next week. To find out more about how you can become a Stellar Buyers Agent yourself, head to www.buyersagentinstitute.com.au.